0: Welcome back to First Draft Phil. What happens when the entire trajectory of your life is headed one way, but then God seems to have other plans? Well, today on the podcast, we ask that question with my guest, Shalini Danielson. Okay guys, I am so thankful that you are here, and I realize that my release schedule for my podcast has been a bit sporadic lately. Tons going on, and um, I will not bore you with all the details. Suffice to say, I do have a new EP that's dropping next month. I have a Patreon campaign that I just launched, you can check that out, all that's in the show notes, but on to the matter at hand. Today's guest is Shalini Danielson. I share with Shalini a desire to build up. That's what this podcast is all about: It's about worship, music, and following Jesus. Um, I know a lot of listeners are worship leaders, um, and and the point of this podcast and this episode today, I hope, is, is just an encouragement to you. We get to know um, Shalini a little bit better um, and just hear her life story. So just sit back and enjoy getting to know uh, Shalini Danielson in part one of my conversation today
1: Consider all I've given you Consider how I've brought you through In every season I've won My child, consider my glory in you.
0: am so excited today the guest that i have on my podcast is a wife and mother worship leader songwriter and just an all-around great person and i really mean that about 10 years ago i was invited to wyi and i met this wonderful group of people um just these younger people, uh, which means I am an older person, but these younger people than me uh, really committed to the Lord, just uh, pouring out their faith in worship and song. And I got to be part of that group. And one of the people in that group was my guest today, Shalini Danielson. Welcome to First Draft Phil.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, what's going on?
0: <laughs> hey, you were not Sh- you were not Danielson back then.
2: No, I was not.
0: <laughs> no, no. Uh, I, I hope that's a, I hope how I introduced you was okay, wife and mother, new new mother, but uh, welcome to first draft, Phil. First thing I'd like to do just on the podcast is just give people an idea of of who you are, um, maybe a little bit about uh, uh yeah your your journey of faith in Christ, and then maybe from there we can talk about how you got started in leading worship.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I, it's crazy because I feel like my story's all around, uh, it's like all over the place, but you know, in a nutshell, I was raised in the Salvation Army. I grew up in the Salvation Army and I was raised with all types of music, but primarily brass music and Mm -hmm. choir music Mm -hmm. and Yep, that was my life. And uh, actually, my parents were officers. So growing up, my siblings and I were the praise team.
0: I hear you. I hear you. I'm with you.
2: I'm with you. Doing the most, Um, doing the best we can. Uh, But it was really cool because at a young age, I learned to mess up often and kind of just laugh at it. So failure for me was never... um, a thing I was just like, I would mess up and I laugh about it. And that's kind of something my siblings and I all share is mm. like, okay, well, you know, that didn't work out, but hey, that's okay. That's cool. <laughs> didn't keep going. Yeah. So, yeah, it was very trial and error, mostly error. So, like, error and error, <laughs> but it, it was just loads of fun and a lot of practice. My dad would like get on me to practice and. Then I was like, "This is awful," but now looking back, I'm like, "This is great." Uh, I love and, what I do. I'm so glad you did that for me. And <laughs> practice
0: in terms of um, now, you're an instrument. I know you're a vocalist. Everybody knows you're a vocalist. Do, what instruments did you play? Did you play instruments as like piano, guitar? What what whatever? What other instruments did you play, girl?
2: So I did piano and I did violin okay. and. Uh, I tried the flute. I tried the cello. I was kind of all over the place. I was like, okay. that looks interesting. Like, let's go over there, you know? Yeah. Uh, but mainly piano. So I, I started, oh, wow. I, I was actually a nursing major to be quite honest with you. So, but in high school they were looking for, it all started in, in high school where I was like, you know what? Worship is kind of a thing. I think I can do that. Like I sing in choir and I play a brass instrument. So you know what? Let's let's just try. And I would sing often at music camps. I do soloist night at WMI, our Western Music Institute out in right. the West Coast. Right. I do soloist night. And it's interesting because I never, I would never do a Christian song. Like growing up, uh, they nicknamed me Pocahontas because I would, I sang like the Pocahontas Disney song.
0: for The, soul- colors, the colors of the Wind? Is that, was that your song?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was like just around the river bend. So that was really fun. Okay. Pocahontas, okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just picture, you know, this little Indian girl just singing her little heart out and, you know. Finding you know just oneness with this Disney character, and I'm like, she's awesome, and I would sing.
0: I mean, it's hard. I mean, Disney. It's hard not to find a character in Disney that you resonate with, and just sort of for me, it was. uh, um, I loved the Aladdin movies, and I like uh, what's the um, a whole new world.
2: (laughs) Yes, yes, a whole new world. Love it. Yep. That, anyway. That's so funny. That's my husband and I's favorite
0: Disney movie. We love that. Oh man, it's such a great movie. My kids and I argue about which is the better um adaptation. The one with they they I, I'm old school, obviously. I like the right. with, with Robin Williams as a genie. They they love the Will Smith version as a genie. It must be a generational thing.
2: It has to be because they yeah. don't know the OG. So they, I'm the that's right. ones I mean, better than him. Exactly. No. <laughs> All right. So, really so Pocahontas.
0: WYI you're singing. Um and, um, and how did that was there a moment where you realized um was it were there any watershed moments for you in terms of worship and, and like sort of dawning on you like what worship how worship was important to, to you and that you wanted to move in that direction.
2: Yeah absolutely so after you know all the music camps WMIs Went to high school, uh, got put in, you know, I auditioned to be the worship leader for high school and I sang with a friend of mine and he was the other worship leader. He played guitar. And it's actually really cool because um, the leader that was overseeing our worship team in high school, his name was Jacob. He worked with Tommy Walker. Oh, cool. And so I just really at a young age, I was like 17. I, you know, developed this love for worship, just being under his leadership. And I absolutely just loved it. Um, And he had this song, uh, either him or Tommy wrote one of them. And it was called like, when I don't know what to do. And Mm -hmm. the chorus is like, when I don't know what to do, I'll lift my hands. When I don't know what to say, Mm -hmm. I'll sing your praise. When I don't know where to go, I'll run to your throne when I don't know what to speak I'll stand on your truth I
1: think I've heard
2: that and yeah and it's it's an old one and for me that was a beautiful like just a beautiful um, response that I just clung on to because I was like, Oh my gosh, I was like, that's me. I was like, that's what I feel. Like, mm. that gives me language to like, when I'm sensing when I'm in the presence of the Lord or when I sing and uh, mm. when I when I'm in it, and I'm like, there's nowhere else I'd rather be than just like singing, you know, and I love that feeling. So what didn't give me language at a younger age, I found much later on in life. So I'm on this journey of being a nursing major that didn't work out. The Lord wrecked me at one point. It was like, Hey, like just knocking on my heart. Like, mm. I don't think this is what you're meant to do. And I'm like, but I took all the prerequisites, like <laughs> microbiology. I took it like three times. You don't like,
0: understand Lord. You don't well, understand. I've already done all these things.
2: Like, I want to money. money like, <laughs> And so you yeah. always hear, right. You want a sustainable job. You, that's like, that's not sustainable. And I'm like, Ah, like, you know, and so going back and forth. And um, it's so funny, because initially, I wanted to be like a pediatric nurse. Um, and then, you know, a missionary nurse. And so then Lord wrecked me, applied to APU. And I was like, you know what, Lord, if this is you, like, this is where you want me, then mm. you're gonna make it happen. So it was just a step of faith for me, I applied and I, uh, I now have a degree in, um, I have a bachelor's of music in music and worship actually. So I was able to do that. that, And that was really hard, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it was great. It was really great. And so, yeah, uh, my love for worship actually uh, just kept morphing into instead of just spaces of just worship. And it's interesting because I knew in those spaces, like this feeling of, oh, I could live here. Like I could do this all day, like every second of every day, I could just do this. I could just sing and sing, and sing, and sing, and sing. And it never mattered how many people are in the room, whether it were five or a hundred. I just loved singing to the Lord. I loved ministering to his heart. And my mom always taught me, there's only like an audience of one. You're just singing for the Lord. So that was instilled in me at a very, very young age. And that's all I can remember. So my whole life, I... That's all I really truly remember is whenever Mm -hmm. I sing, I'm singing to the Lord, no matter how crazy, no matter how wild, (laughs) no matter how, you know, if people may seem awkward or whatever the response is, it doesn't matter. This is Mm -hmm. my response to the Lord and Mm -hmm. come with your truest form and your Mm raw, purest form. For me, I just went along with that and I thank God for that every day because all I gotta do is show up and Yeah.
0: That's awesome. So okay. So get your you got your degree. You get your degree yep. from APU. Yep. Um yeah. how did you go from graduating and then moving into what steps got you into first of all to maybe just tell people what you do right now for the Salvation Army?
2: Yeah. So I am the worship specialist at DHQ, that's divisional headquarters. And I get to oversee 50 corps and Basically, oversee their worship leaders, and I get to foster mm. them essentially, and yeah. look out for their hearts, posture, look out for their their spiritual health and their well being. Because, as you know, a lot of worship leaders, you know, we show up and and and, and we show out every Sunday, and uh, it's it's all you know volunteer, and, and we love doing what we do. We love outpouring, you know, but sometimes our leadership tends to forget that we. We, too, have our own journeys with the Lord. And sometimes we we bank on our gifting as opposed to our uh, spiritual health, right? Yeah. yeah. Spiritual health is just a, you know, you know a different way of saying, like, how is it going with your relationship with Jesus? You know, what's going on there? And we don't really get asked those questions. And people assume that we have it all together or that we're doing mm-hmm. great because our gifting can pour out, you right. know? Our gifting will pour out, and and it will do that because it's not ours at the end of the day. So yeah. it it is going to carry us, right? Mm. And and there's there's confidence in the gifting because it's Jesus. But right. in actuality, when it comes to our day to day, like the mundane, the everyday, that's that's actually really where where the hard work is, and yeah. the hard work ends up being the easiest work because if we just sit in the presence of the Lord. Then we will operate from that overflow, yeah. um, which is the love of Jesus. So we'll pour I, out.
0: I love later. that you have that position to to pour into these worship leaders. Obviously, um, it's a unique beast, the Salvation Army, in many ways, and um, there just uh, we don't need to compare ourselves to other people. But but it's it there isn't there aren't historically have not been structures in place uh, to. Um, to do what y- you're now equipped to do, you know you're you're given free reign to do, which is amazing. Um, but mm-hmm. there, but there are haven't historically been. I know f- for me, when I grew up, there weren't really those people who were worship leaders in the army to um, to mentor. I had music, I had mentors, I had spiritual mentors and,
1: yeah. and
0: music mentors. But the whole um, aspect of of what it means to people do people don't. I don't think some people don't realize how much goes into, um, leading, you know, planning and, and leading a worship set and what that actually means. So to have you to be able to pour into those people and to, um, to shepherd them is such a, it's such a gift. It's such a, it's such a needed thing. Yeah. Um, so praise the Lord that you you have the opportunity. So, what was the journey going from? Because um, you didn't go straight out of there from from college. What was the journey for you to get to that position?
2: No, I didn't. In fact, I was a music educator for about ten to twelve years, and I I did music lessons. I taught individual music lessons for most of my life, and mm. let me tell you, it was it was so rewarding. I I look at my kids and. I see like my students, I call my kids <laughs> and Sorry. I just see, you know, their love for this craft, whether it be piano or vocals or, you know, violin, I had violin students and I, I just loved seeing their journey, you know, and, you know, from those who practice, from those who didn't practice, but I was, yeah, I was a music educator for 10 years and doing private lessons and then, the Lord opened this door and I applied and I got to be really honest with you. I I didn't want to apply mm. because of the culture uh, of the Salvation Army in the sense of like, you're either asked to do one thing and then it'll be another thing. I'm not trying to generalize, but sometimes I've seen like the history and, you know, friends of mine and co-workers sure. um, and mm. uh, you know, it's a little disappointing. And so I'm like, ah, no thanks Lord. I, I'll pass. Like, <laughs> I'm good. Like, I'll stay teaching. I love making a difference in my kids' lives and seeing their journey, you know. But the Lord's like, nah, you got to apply. And I was like, okay, fine. And so I did. And I definitely it was a Jonah moment for me. (laughs) It was a Jonah moment. And I was like, no. Yeah. But but the Lord opened this door. And to be honest, I, I give all... All credit and and all glory to him because the people and the leaders that we have in this division in Southern Mm. California, Mm. they're they're beautiful, man. Mm. (laughs) They're they're beautiful and their heart is so pure. Mm. And they just want spaces to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. And Mm. I love hearing their heart. I love hearing their day to day struggle. I love being able to just hear them Mm. because they just want to be heard. And, you know, the essence of relationship is honesty. And I love that I get to be a safe place for them and they get to fully be themselves. So, yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's it a is a
0: beautiful thing. thing, and I I know uh, Ashley and some of the, the others, and they they are beautiful. I will agree with you that they are beautiful people. If if you're listening, Ashley and and and
1: <laughs>
0: anybody else, um, Shawnee, I, I love your heart. And this is uh, my podcast is an audio only um, podcast, so even though people might might hear your heart there and your voice, um, I get to see your eyes and your, um, and, and the sensitivity of your heart. We, I was recently out. We had, now we had a conversation recently cause I, I came out to the, uh, to the West coast. Uh, now we mentioned at the top of the episode that you are our relatively new mother. Uh, and you were, uh, and, and you and your family were, were, I think you're on holidays or something. And I, I came out anyway, all of it to say that we found ourselves—we didn't think we were going to be in the same location at the same time, but we were, we were able to sit down. I think we had tacos, um, and uh, you and your husband, um, and I, I sat across from you guys, and I just really sensed the Holy Spirit breathing on that conversation. I mm-hmm. uh, just felt like God was breathing on that because I feel a real kin kinship of spirit with you. Uh, we both want, uh, you know, obviously— we love Jesus, we want God to be glorified and we we share uh, worship leading and songwriting um and, and wanting to mentor other people, wanting to help other people to step into their giftings, all of the, all of that kind of stuff. There is this there's a cool moment sure. there with you. What um maybe just talk and one of the things that we talked about was um some of your current initiatives, the, the things that you're doing uh in your division um and uh and yeah, maybe just speak about that. Like, what are what are some of the things that you're doing right now in your role um, that we already spoke about?
2: Yes. So yeah, having you there was so exciting. You're, it's so funny because my boss uh, Ashley she she mentioned and she described the way in which you worship like a balm, like B A L M, like mm. just a balm, like a soothing balm. And I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of makes you think of chapstick, but, I know <laughs> you know, I. but it's, it's true because that, you know, when you're in those spaces, they're just, they're beautiful spaces. And so I, like, I totally resonate with that. And, you know, in the conversation that we were able to, you know, just sit down and kind of break down what's happening is we're having our very first, what's called a worship intensive and it's a camp basically mm. created overnight stay, four days, a Thursday to Sunday. You know, you're going to be there and um, a couple other friends of ours. And we just to cre- get to create this space where they our worship leaders from all across our division can come and just sit in the presence of the Lord mm. and can just honor Him and tell Him how beautiful He is with each other. Mm. And because of that kindredness or mm. that kinship that you you describe, that same spirit is within all of us, like, mm-hmm. all of our worship leaders over here. And I'm like, hey, why don't we just—I want to sit together with you in that. I want to worship with you. Praise like, just—I just—I want to be with you. You know, I want to get what we you got. I want to— you know, it's like we impart on each other, whatever's in the room, we get to be at the banqueting table together, we get to yeah. eat together, right. you know, we're not all at separate tables, we all get to come and mm. we get to sit next to each other and we get to eat the same things and in and, and abundance and there's more and we get to get more mm. and more mm. of mm. it, you know, whether we have, whether there's lack of, we get to serve ourselves more and we get to share and partner, you know breaking bread together, you know, slices of the same bread, you know, like we get to just lather that same butter on it. Like,
1: yeah.
2: (laughs) My mind just goes, like, just complete. Like, I want to banquet with you. Yeah, I want to banquet with you. Mm -hmm. And I get to see that. And what I love is this is the first one we get to have, and it's happening May 31st to June 4th. And, we just get to break bread together and share in the beauty of Jesus and we get to feast on his beauty and.
1: Mm, I'm yeah. Excited.
0: Yeah. I'm excited too. It's going to be a good time. I, I was re I was recently, um, an event that I was at, had, um, uh, Leonard sweet who I, I don't know if you know that name, but he's an, mm-hmm. he's an author and a speaker. Um, and he was talking about, um, that, I, you know our our witness in the world um is our witness
1: mm-hmm. with
0: God like like yep, I'd never heard that before, but our witness is our witness mm-hmm. which um. Simon, like it takes the pressure off of you, you know, of, of like, and I feel like, yes, there are, there are skills that to impart, there are practical things. You just said that you spent in, you know, a long time teaching those practical lessons um, and discipling through that. Um, but the whole, you know, being with God and and making this, these spaces so that people learn how to do that. In a way that's not rushed, that's like you said, that's enjoying, that's sitting at the banqueting table together. Um, It is something that has to be modeled for people, you know. And sometimes you're the only person who's been like you. You'll be in a room or a situation where you have, like, no, there, people with you have not experienced that. So you have to sort of step out and be a forerunner, you know. So it's cool that we're going to be able to be together and. With a, several other people who, whose desire it is to be with God and to learn how to lead other people like that.
1: Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always working, refining, and pressing, and molding and shaping because I'm good.
0: Honestly, we really just scratched the surface with part one of this conversation, and next week we'll dig into the meat a little bit more. I realize that I am still learning how to interview without stumbling over my words and that I sometimes talk in incomplete sentences and talk over myself and ramble. Uh, so for those of you, um, you know, this is first draft fill, maybe I'll go through a rebrand and, and call it second draft or something like that. But you guys get to experience all the, uh, the ums and the ahs and all of that good stuff. But hopefully, um, you get the meat out of my guests, um, conversations the conversations I have with them um, so tune in next week for part two of my conversation with Shalini and uh, as I mentioned at the top of the episode love it if you check out uh, the show notes I just launched a Patreon campaign um, which is going to be a place where I connect with people on a more behind the scenes level more intimate level for people who want to support me in my music and everything that I'm doing um, and yeah appreciate it if you check that out My new EP, Coalette, is launching next month, uh, April 14th, and I can't wait to share it with you. God bless you guys. Oh yeah, and remember, (laughs) God is faithful all the way from your first draft to your finished story. Peace.